What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and of course, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.fm. In this episode, we have a really fun one. We're going to be talking about the prolific profit pitfalls of custom plugins and themes. And joining us for that conversation from Hooked on Code, I'd like to welcome to Press This, Miss Tori Capistron. Tori, welcome to Press This. Thank you so much, David. This is going to be fun. I can't wait. You know, I didn't really think through that title when we were working on this for this episode uh, and having to actually say it out loud there, but uh, quite the tongue twister. I think you did fine. Um, yes. Thank <laughs> I, you. Yeah, I, I, I was a little deer in the headlights as I got into that one. Well um, done. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, for those listening, what Tori's going to talk about today is the success she's found using off-the-shelf tools in her WordPress agency to deliver uh, success for her clients. Um, particularly around building faster, around building more consistently, and keeping the costs down for herself and her clients, but still delivering that value. And so really kind of focusing off uh, on the kind of third party or off the shelf premium plugin and theme type strategy. And again, Tori's had a lot of success in that is going to explain to us here how she did that. Tori, I'll kick it off with you with the same question I ask every guest. Uh, briefly, tell me your WordPress origin story. Yeah, I struggle with brief, um, but I'm going to do my best. So I, um, I went to Southern Methodist University here in Dallas, which is where I am, and went to business school, got a degree in marketing and a couple of language minors. I love languages. Um, I, I've been educated in German, Mandarin, 
Arabic, um, Spanish, and uh, I feel like there's another one that I tinkered with and then I just gave up on. But I had a lot of language education um, in my life. And after I graduated with a marketing degree and didn't have a job that really excited me, I sold like 75% of my stuff, put my cats in carriers, and I moved to a beach in Mexico. And not everybody's WordPress story sounds quite like this, but it, it, it gets a little bit more uh, familiar as we go on. Um, so I, I'm just a very type A person. Uh, that's not probably a surprise as someone who decided to start an agency, but I was bored. I lived literally in paradise, like 50 steps from a beach, and I was bored. So I came up with you know, something that I wanted to write about, blog about, and I decided to make like the creation of my blog a project, you know, a real passion project. And so in that, I, for eight hours a day, I put myself back in school and I taught myself um, HTML, CSS, uh, the basics of email HTML, right? And that that's stuck in the 90s. Um, I did that all with lynda.com, God rest her soul. And I took 30 days to build my first uh, WordPress website and it was horrendous, uh, but that was my learning curve. And then I remember the next time that I tried to build a site, it took about four hours and it looked a million times better. And I thought, oh, I could charge money for this. Um, that was before I actually moved back to the States. So when I came back to the States about six months after moving to Mexico and I had a job, a real job in corporate America um, that I knew pretty soon I, I wasn't gonna fit in, I, I did start charging for um, work. So I did start as a freelancer, taught myself all the things about WordPress as someone who needed a WordPress site, right? So I was, I really taught myself this industry from, an, from the eye of the person who doesn't have enough time to waste on um, complex solutions. And after about two and a half years in my corporate job, um, I had enough of a client base that I could leave my position and open hooked on code and switch to full time. And it's been, um, it's, it's been a really, <laughs> I, I hate to sound um, too casual about it, but it's been really easy uh, other than the pandemic in terms of uh, being able to deliver value and stay profitable and uh, grow year after year, just I think because of my approach that now we apply agency wide. That's really interesting. I think that you were right. The latter part of the story was very familiar, kind of building on your own, figuring out you can charge, growing it into a business. I data say you're the first press this guest to talk about that origin story, starting with a beach in Mexico. I don't know if it's the most bizarre though, because we've had like factory workers, like there's some stiff competition for that one, Tori. We'll have to go back into the archives. <laughs> so I'll, see where I'll you're listen in. for those, yeah. It's pretty unique though. I'll definitely give you that. Um, so you started Hooked on Code and, and could you just like tell us real quickly like what Hooked on Code does? Yeah, absolutely. So Hooked on Code was founded in 2014 and um, what we primarily do is work with <laughs> like disillusioned directors of marketing and CMOs at corporations who have been let down by either the inflexibility of their corporate website or their marketing website for the corporation they work at. Um, they feel like their hands are tied, they can't edit basic things, um, and they're frustrated by that. And they come to us for a lot of times uh, what we call back-end rebuilds. So we don't necessarily redesign the site that's already been approved and that they don't want to change. We just make it functional, which requires a, a rebuild, um, and we make it look identical. Um, and then also those similar kind of clients that are not, they aren't really feeling like their web agency is taking much off their plate. 
They certainly feel like they're executing on technical tasks that they don't know how to do, but they don't, they don't really feel much relief. Um, you know, they're still project managing and babysitting and they're, they're frustrated by the billing and lack of communication. So what we, what we really do is we take the bullshit out of web design and maintenance, but that's really what we do. I mean, we're just trying to take, take the crud out of the very negative common experience that happens with a lot of, um, a lot of agencies that are serving that kind of client base and we try to make it delightful and we, we try to be a really, really excellent partner. And we do that as we're going to go into by being very particular about a really narrow set of tools. Our tool stack functions very well together. It's primarily three things. Um, and, so and that lets us, that, that's one of the foundational things that lets us deliver on a delightful experience and not have so many of those frustrating situations. Even They're not even possible with the way we build. I like how you put, you focus on customers that are disillusioned at inflexibility in their digital presence um, and kind of focusing on freeing them to, I'm guessing, actually use their website. I yeah. call this freeing your content team or your marketing team from your development team's backlog jail. <laughs> this notion that you're just like, yeah, I've got these ideas. And the, the, the developers and the designers are like, yeah, totally. Like next quarter. Totally oh, yeah. That. I mean, uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm, um, you know, I relate to that as my own marketing person, right? Like I am, I'm the person who drives like a new strategy idea and I may have an idea and I love it that our team can be on a team meeting and I'll go, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's turn this into a workshop. Is everybody on the same page that we should figure this out. And if we're all in agreement, we just dive in and everybody's, everybody's in their, their respective systems, taking an idea through to execution in sometimes less than an hour. And it could be redesigning and rewording an entire, um, an entire marketing piece or our homepage or, so I, I feel for the clients that feel locked down by that. And I feel the benefit of it, even on our own team. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a blend. So I'm curious, I'm going to ask a, a kind of a, maybe a quick question here right before the break, but you, you mentioned your kind of prefer off the shelf plugins and themes. When you started Hooked on Code, did you ever like try custom plugins or themes or did you kind of use third party premium plugins and themes from the start? Yeah, I, so given my background, which is not in development, I did not from the beginning attempt to do custom themes and plugins. There were some smatterings of attempts as I brought in other like backend developers and other experts as contractors, but it wasn't our strategy at the beginning that then we went away from. It's something we kind of started with off the shelf and then we explored this, oh, should we be doing this question? And then we got back to, no, no, we definitely should not. It's so interesting to hear people that have that you know, part of their journey and in, in their agency. Cause I think a lot of people start with the kind of easy tools and then graduate into like more completely custom things, um, but but maybe at the detriment to their own margins and maybe even their customers' experience. It seems like that's what you discovered as you went through this. Yeah, that was that was our little, experience. Yeah, exactly. So I want to dig a little deeper on this though and find out exactly what these advantages and disadvantages are for you. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm interviewing Tori Capistran about prolific profit pitfalls of using custom plugins and themes. Tori, right before the break, you were explaining how you embraced using premium plugins and themes when you first began Hooked on Code because like, that's what you needed to use to build sites. Um, and you talked about experimenting with custom plugins and themes, but maybe not getting the benefit uh, certainly in speed that you needed to support your business and support your clients. But I'm just curious, like, what do you think the primary advantages or disadvantages are for custom versus off-the-shelf plugins and themes? Like, what are you trading when you choose either side? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, I'm not sure that I'll say anything truly um, revolutionary, but what, what I have noticed is when we went down the path of saying, Okay, let's uh, let's take this project on. We absolutely can do a good job. It is going to require custom plugin A and B because nothing exists that we can find that, it, that executes a you know a really seamless integration between maybe this this uh, this premium plugin that we are all, all agree we're going to use and this other premium plugin or this other third party system. Um, so we could tell in scoping sometimes that if we were to take on that project, it was actually required. So those are, that's an, a, a unique talking point in terms of this, because it wasn't an either or situation. Like, do we choose a premium plugin or do we choose to custom develop it? It was a choice of, do we take on a project that we understand there is not a pre-built solution for, and we take on the burden of building it. Like, the, you know, it's not necessarily uh, always going to be the case that there is a solution out there. So when we were running into those projects that we were happy to take and um, absolutely delivered on the scope, what we were realizing when we went back and did postmortems for the project is that the amount, the, our cost of that project in terms of labor and hours, um, we almost barely broke even in every single one of these projects, even though they were, they were higher dollar, sometimes by a factor of two of what we were typically building and what we were typically contracting. And there was almost no profit. And then we went back and it, and, and look, it's not because we had people like me trying to build custom plugins and didn't know what we were doing. 
um, if I had tried to do that, I, I would have failed, right? We, we had um, expert backend developers that we'd worked with for a, a while and had a great rapport with. There were no pitfalls in communication. There were only the kind of normal troubleshooting things coming up in Q&A that you would expect in any type of um, custom project, honestly. But when we went back and we did an evaluation, we decided internally that we didn't feel like what the, what the client got as, a, as an outcome from that project would have justified, let's say, doubling the cost of it, which is what if we decided, yeah, let's keep doing this. We, next time we would have bid that same thing. We would have probably had to 2x the cost so that there would have been some profit. Um, <laughs> at, at least a 50% increase, right? And um, so we decided amongst ourselves that we, we didn't feel that it was uh, appropriate or ethical. I, I hate to go into ethics here about, about pricing, but we just didn't feel like there was a match based on the product that anyone would have delivered, any, any team, any just period, what they got out of that and what it would have cost to make it profitable for us to do it. So we, we stepped away from those kinds of projects, but we also make the choice consciously with every project we do, not to go the, I'll say easy route, I'm, I'm like air quoting right here, not to go the easy route and say, oh yeah, our backend developer could um, code that in like 30 minutes and it would, it would be a custom plugin that would make that happen, but that, that's easy. We, we consciously choose every day not to make that go down that road. And instead we may spend three hours in discovery as a team, which we're eating that time because we do flat rate projects to discover a product, even if it's a third party non-WordPress product, not to open the can of worms too much here, that, that achieves that business goal that is the most appropriate use of their funds and that will give them the most return on the investment. Even if it pulls that out of our project scope, um, that's not the most common thing that happens, but it's something we're open to because really what we're just trying to do is make sure that our clients technology that they end up with and that the outcomes that it's delivering them and that the ROI that they're getting from all of those technological choices, which we're consulting on, that it's positive enough for us to have benefited them and to encourage a long-term partnership. So really what's best for them in their numbers, in their financials is also what's most likely to lead to a long-term partnership. Um, so I like to think along the lines of longevity, um, not just because these, these premium themes and plugins are, they, they cause less issues in the updating process. And I, I think we're gonna go into that a little bit later, but um, they also make it much, much easier for that, that platform that we've built, in particular their WordPress website, to just live longer, right? We hear these stories about um, a director of marketing going, oh my God, I just finished a website redesign project with this agency. It took six months longer than, than we were quoted. Uh, it, was, uh, it was like pulling teeth. I like stayed up at night and I cried because I had to send an email for the 15th time asking when I was gonna see X, Y, and Z deliverable that I was promised three months ago, right? That's not what I'm supposed to have to do here. And they would jump into a redesign with us or a rebuild in that, in that instance, um, 10 days sometimes after, after finally launching this new website because it, because it was dead. It was static. It was, it was completely custom and they couldn't edit a thing and they realized that their hands were tied and they were chained to it. 
So I'm curious, like you mentioned how the custom plugin projects would like sometimes 2x the total revenue. Like why not just increase your quotes to cover that, you know, I guess scope creep or whatever it was that caused you to, to you know, squeeze your margins like that. Was it that you felt it was unavoidable that that would occur or were you more compelled by the more positive outcomes you saw driving for your customers using third-party premium plugins? So it's, I would say that it's a mix of both, but there's this, uh, there's this brand new um, publication out by abstract.com called the state of design in 2021. And basically it, uh, it just talks about how designs can't just be, um, you know, pretty anymore. And it's not just that they have to do what you were asked to make them do. They, they actually really have to, they have to lead to a business outcome that has a positive ROI. And if we as designers aren't thinking about that and aren't able to tell whether, whether we achieved that, um, you know, we, we may be in, we may be in trouble and we may need to hand off those decisions to someone else who, who can really stay accountable for them. So in the instance of, let's use that example, let's say project involving a custom plugin at, from the outset that we knew that was what needed to happen, basically having a break-even point. Instead of, instead of 2Xing the cost of that project, assuming that the, that the client would have said, okay, yes, we have the budget for that and let's proceed, assuming that. Um, when, we, when we did those post-mortems, post and um, we analyzed not just what our profit was, but we discussed what that would have looked like for the client if we had 2X'd our quote and, and that was the revenue coming in for that project. Yes, we would have had profit on it. I do, I do not think that there would have been, you know, an, an equivalent <laughs> scope creep to always to keep it at break even. I don't think that would have happened, but we did not feel like those projects and in, in particular, these ones that we had already completed, we didn't feel like the ROI for the client on them would have been positive if we had doubled the cost of that. And we went back and analyzed, did we, um, did we act efficiently? Did we spin our wheels? Did we um, clock time where we were educating ourselves on a particular integration when we shouldn't have um, been clocking that? And the answer was no, every, every hour tracked against that project was truly, you know, the cost of labor for particularly that project. I think that's so we a, felt really confident that it just wasn't appropriate. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's really interesting to think about it from the velocity perspective and the ROI perspective, um, because I know how important it is to get new experiences and tests out over and over and over and over again. And if you're delaying with custom builds on everything, and I know we see this, of course, in even just simple things like landing page strategies, you can really hamstring an organization and its ability to grow. And I, I think it's really healthy that you're thinking about it in that holistic ROI sense. I wanna dig a little deeper though into more of your strategy and how it affects your business, but we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. 
Learn more on WPEngine.com. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Tori Capistran about uh, the benefits, frankly, of plugins and themes, uh, premium plugins and themes that she's seen in her business. Tori, right before the break, um, you were talking a little bit about your ROI-focused approach with your customers, not trying to bloat bills for improvements to their site, get faster releases to deliver value faster for them, and some of the ways that premium plugins and themes help you do that. You've also mentioned a few times that you look at projects that you suspect or know will require a custom plugin and you turn them down. Um, has that helped or hurt your business to do that? Are you losing clients in, in total or are you just not getting the projects that you don't think are a good fit for you? Um, we, we have not lost any clients over our decision to, um, to step away from custom theme and plugin development. That's been um, that's been great because most of our most of our clients are are in are actually seeing the benefits themselves. You know, with their hands on the, the mouse and on the keyboard, they're seeing the benefits of the way that we've been building their websites, and they're understanding the amount of time that that's saving them and the amount of money because their website is flexible rather than inflexible. So we haven't lost any clients by that decision, um, of course. And then I don't really consider. Gosh, I don't really consider it a loss when we when we let a potential client know your your project requirements are outside of our service range. So we don't offer that service. We can recommend other agencies that do offer that service that we believe in and they'll do a great job for you. But we we only do that when we know that there isn't a a way to address their needs that's going to that's going to be more profitable for both, you know, their business and work within our service range. If we know that exists, then we spend some time educating our clients about the questions that they're asking during discoveries and what the options are that they may not know about. Um, in that case, we're just trying to empower them to, to take one step back from their, their requirements that they've identified. And if they've already identified that something needs to happen a certain way, and what, what we know is that it could be it could be executed in several different ways. We spend our discovery call with them um, with their approval actually as a bit of an education session. 
And at the end of that, they can decide whether they want to go through further discovery with us for our approach, or if they just like to go off with that knowledge for further discoveries. Um, I'm just, I really don't, this industry is so dense and it is so populated and there are so many agencies and freelancers and overseas options. I, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, it's just the right people that are going to find the right agencies. And I don't really consider it a loss when we end up turning down a project or a potential client, because if we're not going to be able to deliver them an outcome that really helps their business and that is profitable for us, why would we spend our hours like on, on the planet, not just like our work hours, like why would we be spending our human limited hours on something that's not going to benefit both parties? Um, so I may have gone a little bit too deep there for that question. Oh, I think that's great. I think it's a very healthy way to look at it. I also liked how you re-emphasized how earlier you spend, uh, I remember in my agency days, so I used to tell clients, we spend twice as much time on the backend experience as the front end, and that would confuse them until they saw it in practice. Yeah. And I think a lot of folks go from like building with plugins and themes and kind of this hybrid DIY approach, learning how to make uh, custom themes and plugins themselves. And then like, there's this huge gap in the middle. And in my view, like one of WordPress's strengths is its ability to give folks like developers and designers um, the, the palette to create experiences that content creators and marketers love to use. And it sounds like that principle is key to your strategy. Absolutely, it is. We do every, everything that we execute, every click that we make, every line of code that we type, which is limited usually to like a little bit of CSS, um, we, we put ourselves in the shoes of a client who would look at that item that's produced at the end of it, the module or the page or the design decision. And we go, we ask ourselves the question, if I, as the client wanted to change this, it doesn't matter why, but if I wanted to, could I figure it out without calling hooked on code, without calling my agency? And we do everything we can so that that answer is yes, I could figure it out. Ooh, they can a- always call us for help, but that's, that's what goes through our mind every single day about 200,000 times a day. <laughs> I love it. And what a powerful thought to end on. Tori, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast, David. Yeah, awesome to have you here. And if you'd like to check out more about what Tori is up to, please visit hookedoncode.com. Thanks everyone for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.